The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range, Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie Okay, welcome back to The Right Hook. Shane Coleman standing in today for George. Now, as always at this time, we kickstart a business. And today we've got a fascinating uh, business. It's one that offers you a new way of learning history. Uh, we're joined, as ever, by Gerard Tannen of Ireland Bridge Brand Development, but also by Alison Hackett of the Visual Time Traveller. You're both very welcome. Alison, I might just start with you first. Um, just start by telling us what is the Visual Time Traveller? Well, the visual time traveller is a new way of approaching history. Rather than picking one part of history, one specific time, uh, or picking one particularly uh, bit of history like Napoleon or something, this is taking all of history that you can think of since the Renaissance right up to the present day, dividing it into a hundred time jumps, uh, and each of those time jumps is five years. So this comes in the form of a book, an exhibition, a talk, And when you land on one page in this book, you land on a five-year time period. And in that five years, I have researched 12 things that happened. But the thing is, those things could be art, they could be science, they could be history itself, they could be war, they could be discovery. Brilliant. Or they could be something just a little bit quirky. Okay, I'm I'm looking at the book here. It is a it's a beautiful book, and the design of it is absolutely uh, fabulous. A, a coffee table style book, heavy, weighty, and I just randomly opened up a page. It's eighteen ninety five to nineteen hundred, and as you say, there are a number of interesting things about history in those days. That London School of Economics is co-founded by George Bernard Shaw. I never knew he was involved in Indeed. the London School of Economics. Uh, the uh, the the modern Olympics is uh, the first modern Olympics are held in Athens. The wonderful Wizard of Oz by um, uh, Frank uh, L. Frank uh, Baum is is published, and Paul Cezanne paints the Baders, and that's just a few of them. So it is; it's a really eclectic mix of, I suppose, well, art, history, science. Absolutely, and uh, what we haven't said about that page, we've just opened it on, which is eighteen ninety five to nineteen hundred, at the end of the sec- century. Think of the number of things that were going on. And of the 12 things that I picked, and you actually didn't mention them of the ones that you picked out of the 12, two of them are. One is that um, Bram Stoker was writing Dracula Mm -hmm. and publishing it. And the other fact is that aspirin, which uh, is uh, the formula for aspirin, was first isolated and developed. And that's uh, acetyl salicylic acid. And in the way that this book is presented, and we ha- actually haven't mentioned it yet, and the reason it's called The Visual Time Traveller is not only is it history with all sorts of facts and the depth of that, but there's a visual element to it's it too. It's beautifully illustrated. So every, yeah. Yeah, every single page you land on has a brand new visual or graphic. Okay. And for this one, they actually picked the Bram Stoker writing Dracula and the um, f- formulation of aspirin as their, the, their design oh, okay. um, hook. So there's a little molecule for aspirin there and you've got the um, picture of Dracula. And anybody looking at this again can see that interesting thing. These two things were happening at the same time. Brilliant. Fantastic and, idea. Yeah. Um, so it's a book, but it's also an exhibition. Tell, tell and us a talk, and yes. A talk. And yeah. So <laughs> the exhibitions happen the how exhibitions, often? I'm beginning to develop those now and I have one coming up uh, soon in the Fumbly Exchange where um, there's a pop-up shop below. Here, here in Dublin, yeah. Here just, in Dublin. Just, just down yeah. the road from this yeah. studio. Um, 
And just one last question be- before we bring in your target audience. Is it anybody? Is it is it kids? Is it? It's incredibly broad. But in, in trying to make this work as a business, I'm having to really think about narrowing that down. So there's a lovely corporate gift market here that I would be interested in in presenting this yeah. too because it's such a fascinating book it's an Irish production but there's a completely international story there it's a great family book you know parents can take this out say to their kids do you know what was happening in 1800 yeah. open it, it, it a couple of pages and then they've got and um, five bits and actually coming in here today I just realised on this 1895 to 1900 page Marconi sent the first wireless communication over open sea and here we are in Marconi house how lovely <laughs> wow. is that uh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty good alright I like that. Um, it's oh, it, it, like it's just it's a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, looking book. Uh, Gerald, I have to. I love this idea. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I'm not surprised. Um, and and I think um, what Alison has, has achieved is, is something that a, a lot of um, kind of subject teaching doesn't do, and um, and particularly at, at education as we have it in, in this country, so that we're presented with information in a kind of almost silo like, and we don't have any sense. And even just, I was just saying to Alison before we came on air that even in the uh, kind of the portrayal of what happened in 1916, I've just been struck again with kind of how much was going on um, beyond what we kind of focus in yeah. uh, on the the week of 1916. That there's just so much interaction um, between the sciences, between writers, between artists, between all sorts of movements between politics etc and I think it's hugely important for uh, for everybody but particularly students I think to get some sense that they're not studying any subject in isolation it's it's understanding that maths relates to to, okay. to, to po- politics to now, poetry we, we are kickstarting a business <laughs> exactly <laughs> so uh, as a business yes uh, what's your what's your verdict well I, I, echoing something that uh, Alison mentioned I think it, it, she said something really really important from a business point of view I think she really needs to determine who her core business customer is. Which isn't easy because no. I'm, I'm looking at this book I get I can understand how yes. the corporate market but I've got a 10 year old at home who would I just know would love this Exactly book. exactly. Now remember that it, it's it's a premium book and there's a premium price yeah. tag attached so my, my suspicion is that although we would love every child in the country to have one um, we we need to look elsewhere to to ask. Okay, let's talk. Pr- <laughs> let's talk price. What are yeah. what are we talking about here? So it's fifty nine euro for this regular edition, and okay. then there's a collector's one I also brought out, which is ninety five, and the price of that will be going up as the numbers go down. Okay, so it's like I can see why it would cost that because it is yeah. a beautiful production, but it it isn't cheap, I suppose. And that's it, yes, is that and never meant th- to be. Yeah. Never meant to be. And in a way, that was my difficulty at the beginning of setting this up as a business. Because in order to achieve it, I really had to say to the designers and anybody I was talking to who would race off in every direction saying, oh, there's something digital here and there's a whole, you know, you could have a YouTube channel and everything else. But I needed to say, stop everybody. We are going to do a beautiful printed product, but I want the knockout bit to be the design. So the huge investment went into asking these designers to do 100 designs, which is a very big ask of a design house. They would normally like to put their design stamp on the whole book, which looks kind of a little bit seamless and you go from page to page and you know where you are. Whereas many people have asked me, you know, did 100 people do these designs? Uh, but not so. There was actually just two main people in Origin Design who, who carried it all out. So, and I also said I don't want page numbers. I kind of got them to throw out the rule book. But because of that, it's hard to pinpoint this book as being, is it art? Is it design? Is it history? It's a little bit of all those. It's a little it? bit of everything. And that's the beauty of it, because anybody could actually look at this and say, gosh, 
what, what facts would I have picked? One of the most regular questions yeah. I get asked. Yeah. Uh, w- could we do a different design? How might we have married up the two things? And again, when I saw this design of the Dracula one and the aspirin, this funny thought came into my head. If Bram Stoker had known that aspirin thins the blood, he could have had Dracula giving his victims a bit of aspirin <laughs> before he <laughs> went for a drink. It would have made life so much easier. Ger, <laughs> um, the, the business challenges then, yeah. well, you identified one of them already in, in kind of identifying your target market. Yeah, well, I think it critically as, as well, it's, it's really important to determine what the core product is. It's likely to be the book, but obviously there are opportunities then around things like exhibitions, speaking, engagements, etc. But it's very easy to get distracted as, as Alison has, has said. You know, everybody has a good idea about how you can <laughs> kind of sell this as a business. And it's critical that she gets very quickly to, to, to the core. What's the product? Uh, who's the best customer for that product? Wh- where are they? How can they be reached? And what are the steps that she needs to take to get to those customers as quickly as possible? Because like all um, kind of heavily invested um, and businesses, and this the, the investment here is not just simply the financial investment, which I suspect is not inconsiderable. It's the investment of the of the um, um, the, the, the design of the uh, of the ideas of the time. research of the time. time. It's all of those things. Um, so there's been huge R and D in this. So uh, it's uh, we really need to, to to kind of get to the customer as quickly as we can and identify who that is. Is it quite an old style idea? I mean, the idea that it is. Uh, as Alison was saying, it's it's there in paper. It is and it isn't. I mean, obviously, I suppose that yes, that the medium is a, is is kind of classic in, in in many respects. But I mean, I I think if you you think of the many ways in which um, ideas have been packaged, particularly recently, the one that jumps to my mind is the the history of the world and hundred objects out of the British Museum. And in packaging things in that way, you're creating a whole new kind of product and a whole new audience for a whole product because okay. that type of way and, of coming and at how does Alison? How does she rate in terms of doing that? What, what, I mean, the website, for example. Website's and, brilliant. Um, yeah. I think it, it, it's very immediate. Um, probably, again, uh, and this is a, a, a common criticism I make, it doesn't kind of cut to the chase of buy. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> tell me really how I can buy and, and establish. I mean, you, you can work out where to find the book and how to buy the book. But in many respects, um, like many, I think, um, um, kind of first-time entrepreneurs, there is a bit of a, a reluctance to say, um, here's my offering and would you please buy it? Alison? Nice, yes. <laughs> I will make it far larger than buy button on the website. It's true. It was such a personal journey, this book. Uh, you know, I uh, coming out of it, it was quite a challenge to become an author at the same time as being a publisher, at the same time as being somebody who's running a touring exhibition, I hope. So, and, and I tried to start selling online the night I was launching, which was a pretty crazy idea yeah. because, of course, that didn't work. Yeah. And in my head, uh, I think I thought that things would be successful so quickly. It seemed so obvious to me. You know, I'll put it online and everybody will buy one. But from the conversations we were having earlier, and uh, I was actually chatting to my hairdresser this morning and asking him, you know, why would you buy this book? And it really helped me that because I was saying, have you any birthdays coming up, you know, in your family? Would you buy it for somebody? And he said, well, my sister. And I said, well, would you get it for her? And he said, well, I might. But she'd say to me, oh, why didn't you just, you just give me a book token? So that was really good for me to hear that. Yeah. You know, okay, she mightn't be the market, but he then said, no, you need to get this into families. You know, I'd love to have this. And you could be sitting down with your kids and then while they're off yeah, the I, screen, they're there and you can start saying I mean, to I, them, I, I you're guess, learning. Yeah, I you're learning. I mean, the corporate yeah. thing, 
Definitely, but there's a real family market. Yeah, here, for there? sure. I, I, no, I'm not disagreeing. But now, I'm saying, is your is your concern that, and I I'm not questioning the price because it, it is worth every cent. Absolutely. I can see that. But is your concern that a family might ugh, sixty quid is a lot of money to fork out? Is um, that w- your well, it de- it, depending on how it's presented, and I and, and in many respects, I think it needs to be kind of given um, um, much um, more kind of national type exposure. For example, you know, if every Irish company was going um, overseas to try and impress on people to come to Ireland or to invest in Ireland, etc., was presenting them with a copy of the book, I think elevating it in that way would would mean that a family would be much more likely to make okay. the investment of 60 euro to, to, to buy it. We're almost out of time. Two, two last questions. Interesting, just following up from what Jerry said, Alison. How Irish is this book? I mean, it's international in many it, ways. It is, yeah. And actually, I was really, I, was, I really thought deeply about that because I could have made it very Irish. And, you know, the temptation was there. And many people again said to me, why don't you do this for Ireland? Yeah. You know, easier to sell. 1990, Packy Bonner. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But no, I made a really clear decision. World market was always in my head from the very beginning. And there's far too much interesting history I'd have had to leave out but I decided that something Irish would make it in only if it was kind of already on the world stage like the Easter Rising is there on that page right beside the Battle of the Song exactly on this page here Uh, or if it was kind of quirky enough or a little bit, and there are parts in this book where I kind of own it. I actually thought, oh, I'm putting that in. I'm yeah. just interested well, in that fact. Program. I think it's funny. <laughs> that is your it's program. my book. It's your book. <laughs> um, okay, so, Joe, where where are we at? Because it would seem to me that the, the sky is the limit yes, with this yeah, book. Yeah, for, for sure. I, I, well, I think that it, it is in many respects quintessentially Irish because I think it reveals a, a, a certain amount of that natural curiosity we have. And I think also our ability generally as a people to kind of move effortlessly from one kind of conversation to another and that's this This is a book of dozens of converse, hundreds of conversations Is Alison she's doing most things right basically I think so here. yeah yeah. I, I, I'm very impressed as I said I think it's about making that link into the shop window that's the right shop window for her, as quickly as we can Okay fantastic stuff it is it is a stunning book it really is beautifully beautifully designed and lots of fascinating uh, facts in there uh, Alison Hackett of the, the Visual Time Traveller thanks indeed for coming into us uh, Thank Jared you. Tannen as always from Island Bridge uh, Brand Development thanks as well and you'll be back with George next week and we'll be back in a moment on The Right Hook